Three, two, one, mark. Oh, I messed that up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's try it again. Three, two, <laughs> three, two, one. You're terrible. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, wait, you're recording now, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Anyway. So what were you talking about? Fans. Fans. Fans, yeah. Yeah, the Dyson Bladeless fan. Yeah, other Bladeless fans are available. Are they? Uh, probably. I thought it was only Dyson. We're not sponsored yet. We can't well, just give out free advertising. I'm pretty sure they're the only ones that have Bladeless fans. But you're doing the marketing for them. <laughs> Hardly. Every time I've been into a store that's had a Dyson fan and I've gone up to it, it seems like there's only... Like, I don't know, 30 centimeters of fan that you can feel and then nothing. Can you even feel it if it's on? Well, yeah, because it's literally sitting on my desk right now. Like, it's on my desk, spinning around like an idiot. Oh. But, uh, it's, see, this one is, it's not the traditional, like, really tall ones, because those ones only have cooling. But this one has hot and cold, so it's, like, a bit stumpier. But, I mean, I can feel it right now. I'm sitting, like, arms length away from it. Yeah, but that seems like a waste of money then. I don't know. I feel like if I was going to pay... Well, how much did you pay for it? It was, it was like 300 bucks. But it has heat in it. So, like, it'll blow out hot air, like, you know, during winter. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I don't know. I feel like it's overpriced. It, like, oh, really it overpriced. 100% is overpriced. I think it's a bit gimmicky. Like, it's a bit fun. Like, it's kind of a bit sci-fi futuristic. Like, oh. That's... That is... It has no blades. But it doesn't work as well as a regular fan, though. Yeah, look, these are sacrifices I'm willing to make to pretend I'm living in the future. <laughs> Do you have anything else futuristic, though? Or is it just this one desk fan? <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a desk fan. It's a standing fan that happens to be really short. And on your desk. And on my desk. It's standing on my okay, desk. Okay, okay. Well, you know, I did tell you about after watching that her from that movie. Not a person. No, I, I wasn't watching her. I was watching her, capital H, like Jesus. <laughs> the, the, the wireless earbuds. Like, initially, I was just like, oh, you know, wired earbuds, earphones are so much better because the sound quality and stuff. Mm. But then I watched that movie. I'm like, holy shit, that is cool as hell. Just having wireless earbuds you put in, it just connects automatically. And there's no, it's like, I don't know, there's no wires or anything. It's just so cool. And honestly, I can't tell the difference between the sound quality. Mm. So either way, it makes you feel cool, and it also works just as well. I guess. I don't know. That's pretty futuristic. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. I also have a ceiling fan with the blades, like, the blades retract when it's off. So then when I turn it on, it's like, it opens up while it spins. That's pretty cool. Wait, what? Yeah. It retracts, yeah. like, into the body? Yeah, into the body. So you know how the ceiling fan's, like, round, the round yeah, body? Yeah. The blades, like... Uh, they retract when when it's not in use. So when you turn it on, the blades like it starts spinning and the blades like come out. And then when you turn it off, the blades retract back in. What? Also, it's a ceiling light as well. That's crazy. I know, right? I didn't even know that existed. Wow. Well, oh my god. That's actually really. I'm gonna cool. take a video of it after this. That's really cool. Wow. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. Okay. I, no, no, I'm being genuine. That's really cool. <laughs> my ceiling fan is just—it's just a fan. There's nothing else going on. The good old boring fan. Yeah, it's not even a light. Wow. It's just a fan. It's not even a light. It's not even. What's a light. the point? It's well. I mean, the point of it is to fan. No, and cool the point of it is for a light. The fan is bonus. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I have down lights instead. Oh, is this like the the really ambient stuff? Ambient? No, it's the the ones, the lights that are like installed into the ceiling itself. Yeah. Like flushed with the ceiling. Oh, like the ones they have at um those furniture stores. Yeah. The display stores. I guess. <laughs> Houses have down lights. That's not... Just for furniture stores. Yeah, well, I have um, those tube lights. Fluorescent lights. Like the really long tubes. Yeah, fluorescent lights. Are they fluorescent lights? I guess so. Yeah, if they're long tubes, they're fluorescent I have those lights. ones, and then some other bits I have bulb lights. Oh, speaking of, more futuristic shit. I have like five Alexas. Oh, shit. 
That may have just triggered it. <laughs> um, okay, no. I have five A words. And they're like... It's, I have various appliances and stuff connected to it. Mm. Various sockets and everything. Mm. Including like lights and stuff. So that's pretty futuristic. Actually, someone just sent me a video the other day about... I think it was like going to a friend's house and when he would say that his name, like he was in the kitchen, it would turn on the kettle automatically. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Wait, he says his own name. Yeah, because he's at the the house all the time and he's like, because they know I always want a coffee. Yeah. Or like a tea or something. So he goes into the kitchen and says, hey, Google, blah, 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 is here. And then the kettle starts boiling. Oh. So it's like word activated. He says your name. Not my name, his name. He says his, he says his own name. He says his own name. Yeah. He says, hello, Google, I'm here. Yeah. And then, that's a bit interesting. I, yeah. I'd just be like, I'd set it to, you know, turn on the kettle or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what it does. Yeah, I know. But like, instead of saying my name, I say turn on the kettle. <laughs> like, oh. a, like a normal person. <laughs> well, I don't know. I didn't set it up and neither did he. It's his friend, so. Yeah, well, that is pretty cool. That's still pretty cool, though. I don't have anything set up because, I don't know. That's very I don't trust anything. The government's listening to you. It's okay. <laughs> no, but Jeff Bezos is, and I think that's worse. Look, he can listen to me turn on my lights all the time. <laughs> I'm sure he finds it very entertaining. What do you have them connected to? My A word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. As in, okay, so when you walk in the house and you can tell one to, like, turn on something? Yeah, but, like, uh, like the things it turns on, it has to be also, like, a smart appliance or you have, like, a plug or something. Right. So your dumb appliance plugs into the smart appliance. Right. I don't understand. Well, I didn't explain it very well, so that's probably why. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so say you have... I'm looking at my printer right now. My printer, as fancy as it is, it's not a smart appliance mm. because it's not, like... I don't know, AI powered or some shit. But if I want to make it smart, I so I bought these like kind of like socket things. You plug that into the PowerPoint. It's like a piggyback okay. PowerPoint. So that, and then you plug something else into it and then you use your smart home appliance home thing, like, like Alexa or Google Home or something to turn on that socket. So it's basically like, it's like a, you know those electric circuit diagrams that we used to have to work out in high school? Mm. It's like that. So when it's off, the power technically is still on, but the smart socket acts like a, a breaker thing. Right. Yeah. So then when you tell it to turn on, it just turns on, and then the electricity flows through, and then the printer turns on. Uh, I'm, I'm, I feel like that's probably still on, though. Like, it's on standby. The the socket itself is on standby. Yeah. The smart plug. Yeah, so then are you using electricity? Yeah, but then you can turn that socket off. Yeah. This is Australia. We have switches on the walls. Yeah, but, like, I can just turn stuff on and off anyway. But you have to reach for it. This yeah, is one less step. Yeah, but you have to reach for it off to turn... What? <laughs> no, you'd have to turn the socket off as well. No, well, only if I... Only in the morning I turn it on, and at night I turn it off if I don't need to use it. Look, it's... It's fine. I feel like that's just regular PowerPoints with a lot of extra steps and expenses. Look, right now, connected to my computer, well, actually, connected to all of my peripherals, I have this, it's a, it's a power, what are those things called? It's like a slab of PowerPoints. A, a power board. board. Yes. I have a smart yeah. power board. A slab, a power slab. A power slab. <laughs> like, it's like chocolate. It's connected to various appliances in my room. Okay. And then, so each, but each socket, I can control it with my smart home appliance so right yeah that's pretty cool that is pretty cool that is really cool i would never do that though because i hate wasting electricity so well i mean at the end of the day i turn off because the the power board is connected to a socket in the wall yeah so at the end of the day i just turn off that socket yeah on the wall okay. the power point yeah yeah but i like turn stuff off at the wall after I'm oh done i don't it. i leave it on the whole day like throughout the day, like even my microwave gets turned off when I'm done microwaving. Really? Yeah. But then, I reach back behind there and I turn off. The... That means your microwave never has the correct times displaying. It's true, and I have to press reset every time I turn it on. Wow. <laughs> what an effort. It's only one extra step, though. Really, I don't actually have to input the clock or anything. Yeah, I know, but. And I have a phone. I don't need my microwave to tell me the time. But what if you you're in the kitchen, right? Yeah. You don't have your phone on you. But I always have it on And you desperately me. need the time. 
<laughs> well, then I would go and find my phone. But you could have just looked at your microwave. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. That's the last place I think of looking if I need the time. You know, desperate times call for desperate measures. Yeah. Well, then, so I would just go and get my phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. Do you have um? Do you have one of those? Oh, actually, you probably considering how dumb your house sounds, you probably <laughs> don't. But. You know those smart fridges where they have like screens and stuff? Yeah, no, I definitely don't have a smart fridge. Oh. I think that is just like the most, it's just so unnecessarily complicated and stupid. Like who needs, I have a TV in my lounge room, which is adjacent to the fridge basically, or opposite the fridge. Like I don't need a TV on my fridge. I don't need anything on my fridge except for me to know that it's working. Yeah, but imagine having the screen on there. How cool is yeah. that? You walk downstairs. It's so stupid. You're, it's like the middle of the night. You pop downstairs for a midnight snack, as you do. And then... I don't. Oh, well, I don't either. But look, for the sake of the analogy, <laughs> you go downstairs okay. and then instead of complete darkness, there's the warm glow of your smart fridge. And smart fridge is showing that you still have five sticks of butter left. <laughs> you don't even need to open the fridge to know that. Think of all the energy you're saving by not opening that door and turning on the light. Yeah, but why... Okay, for the sake of this, why would I be worried about there being sticks of butter if I'm going for a midnight snack? Oh, well, what else do you eat for a midnight snack? (laughs) Definitely not butter. I don't know. I don't eat midnight snacks. I never have. That's such a weird thing. I've brushed my teeth. I don't want to have to brush them again. One and done. Like, that's it. Once I brush my teeth, I'm not eating until the next day. That, you know what? I'm the same, actually. But I, I guess it's <laughs> the midnight snack thing is like a... It's an old thing. I feel like that is an American media thing. Like, really? I don't know anyone that gets midnight snacks. Well, no. It's something carried forward. Well, I guess I've never asked, though. Well, now you should. Maybe. Yeah. You meet a stranger. When I meet people. And then... Yeah, I'll be like, hey. Do you have midnight snacks? <laughs> <laughs> If you do, what do you eat when you have and then, midnight They'll be like, oh, yes, I do have midnight snacks. Uh, I do like popping downstairs for a stick of butter at midnight. Ugh. Fills me right up. Yuck. It's delicious. It's like, and it, that would be disgusting. It slides down your throat. <laughs> Horrifying. No, thank you. I think fridges, there's like a limit to it, right? Like you can't... I think there's ones where you can like technically get into the fridge yeah. without opening the fridge but then technically you are opening the fridge because there's like a little tiny fridge door so actually that's really redundant as well i don't know that's cool though yeah anything with an oh, my toothbrush has an led screen on it really yeah like that it makes anything with an led screen is cool i just uh, i don't know man i don't it's know it's a smart toothbrush i feel yeah I think I have a smart toothbrush as well. Yeah. Does it have an LED screen on it? No, it doesn't. It only has two buttons and some lights. It's not very smart then, is it? Well, apparently it's meant to tell me when I'm pressing too hard. So that's pretty smart. Well, I mean, I think my smart toothbrush went to Harvard and yours went to community college. (laughs) Yeah, well, still qualifications, right? Still get a job. Yeah, that's true. Don't knock community colleges. You both end up brushing some moron's teeth. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like the only really useful thing for a fridge, like extra on top of it just being a fridge, is like the water and ice function. Like that's fantastic. That's a brilliant idea. But beyond that, everything else is like superfluous. That is very true. But to be fair, I haven't really used that water and ice function for a while. Why? It's refrigerated water. Yeah, I know, but I never need to use it. Also... You don't drink water? I do drink water. I just drink tap water. Oh. This is Australia. Our tap water is perfectly fine. Yeah, but Brisbane tap water is like... When I first moved here, okay, the first thing I noticed was the tap water, and it was disgusting because it tastes like if you get potatoes and you wash them, but then you drink the water. Ugh. That's what the tap water tastes like here. Well, look, I don't have such a refined palate as yours. No, but if you go to other places, you can taste the difference in their tap water. I don't go. I don't drink tap water in other places, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, even if it's safe, I drink bottled water. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if I'm in Australia. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, if I'm overseas, then yeah, I only drink bottled water. But... Well, actually, it kind of depends on like where you are. If it's like a really dodgy motel, I still wouldn't drink the tap water. Uh, 
Yeah, I guess. Actually, yeah, probably. I think I stayed at some place once and it was like, it was pretty suspicious. And I was like, I I don't think I'm going to drink this because the taps didn't seem very clean. Yeah. Plus, you don't know like what people have done to the taps. No, that's true. Have you, do you remember seeing that thing? It was ages ago. It must have been last year about that guy who was like, he was quarantined. I think he was in America and he was like hacks, you know, like all these cooking hacks of stuff that you could do in a hotel room. And he was just doing horrifying things like boiling spaghetti in the hotel kettle or like using the iron to grill meat. Gee, that's, that's a struggle. I mean, it's clever, but then you have to think about that next person that's going to be in that room is not expecting that there was spaghetti in the jug or in the tea kettle. <laughs> if the person moved out and spaghetti was still in the jug, I, I worry about the hotel's cleaning process. Yeah, well, exactly. What hotel is cleaning kettles out? They don't do that. But also, what about the people who came before him? The hundreds of built-up dirt and grime and germs and shit, and he's just boiling spaghetti in all of it. Uh, oh, It's it's all kind of disgusting. That is gross. Really. Hotels are pretty gross. Yeah. It's all gross. Airbnbs are worse, obviously, yeah. but it's all kind of gross when you think about it. Even the nicest of hotels, it's still like, yeah. you know. There's still stuff they're not doing. Yeah. It's not possible to like make everything sanitized for the next day. Exactly. Therefore, I do not drink the tap water. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Well, Brisbane tap water tastes like potato water. I'm used to it now because I've been living here for like 10 years, but... It was a huge adjustment period to get used to the tap water here. You have been potato fight. Yeah, that's fine. I am potato. Potato is life. Potato is life. I mean, you are vegan, so that makes sense. Yeah, obviously. Literally, potato is life. Because what other... There's nothing else more delicious. I had a potato today already for breakfast. A raw potato. No. (laughs) Yeah, I just bit into it like an apple. I did that once, but it was a dare, and I got paid for it, so it doesn't count. That's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> I got five bucks for it. Someone was like, I dare you to bite into this. I'll give you five bucks. And I was like, yeah, sure. That's a great deal. <laughs> yeah, what's what's going to happen if you bite into a raw potato? It's not like you're eating Nothing. it. Nothing. No, actually, I think I had to eat it. Oh. Still. It wasn't like a big bite. It really it was like a nibble. But I still got the five dollars. So it was fine. Wow. What aren't you willing to do for five bucks? There is a limit. <laughs> no, that's definitely like, that's about it. That's as far as I'll go. Yeah. Well, you know, during Halloween and stuff, you know how candied apples are a thing? Yeah. <laughs> candied potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good prank to pull on people. That would be. That would, no, that's too obvious, I think. Potatoes are pretty obviously potato shaped. No, well, turn it into apple shaped. You've got to just shave it off, right? Yeah, but once you, I think you can like poison someone. I don't know. Because when you, you know, if you cut into potatoes and you don't like cook them straight away, they grow purple or green. I forget which one. They turn to sweet potatoes. No, no, they turn to poison potatoes. I'm pretty sure. Well, if they start growing, like if they start sprouting, that's when you've got to not eat it. Because I think when it starts sprouting, that's when it's like poisonous or something. No way. I've been eating sprouted potatoes my whole life, basically. I mean, that explains a lot. Who eats eats potatoes fast enough that they haven't sprouted yet? You just don't buy sprouted potatoes. You, You buy potatoes and then you peel it. And you chop off the bits that are. Ooh, so. Wait. Well, when I say sprouted, I don't. I don't actually mean sprouted. I mean like they've just got little bumps on them. Oh well, no. You, you, every potato has bumps on them. You yeah, just gotta yeah. chop them off. Yeah. Yeah, but like you don't eat actually sprouted potatoes. No, no, no. no I've never done oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, they look poisonous. Wow. Well, now the question remains: How did you become like this? <laughs> it was explained by potatoes. But that was debunked. It's potato poisoning. Yeah. Too many potatoes. There's never too many potatoes. I forget what we were talking about. Potato water. That was Potato water. We're talking about water. Drinking water. Fridges. Yeah. Uh, Yes, fridges. Smart appliances. Fans. Yes. We've gone back to the start. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like a lot of home appliances, there's only so much innovation they can do, right? Before they're just adding gimmicky stuff to make it seem like there's value because they're trying to sell a fridge every year to someone or like they're trying to sell a home appliance every year it's like the iphone every year there's a release but realistically what's changed nothing nothing's changed they have a slightly bigger screen a slightly bigger battery yeah exactly it's like the same thing all the new features are like well, there's a bit of a difference there is no one that honestly sits in front of their fridge to watch tv i cannot if i had a fridge that. with a screen on it 
I probably would. Really? I'll grab a... But the screen would be so little and you'd have to be so close. I'd open the fridge, I'd grab my stick of butter, (laughs) I'd close the fridge, and then I'll play something... You start eating the stick of butter. I'll play something on Netflix on the screen, on the fridge, and then I'll just start nibbling on the butter. I just... How could you pick something from Netflix even faster? I just stand there. Also, do they even have Netflix? Like, what's on a fridge TV? I don't know this. Is it just free TV or is it streaming services like can you connect your netflix i'm sure you can have apps disney plus yeah you probably could you could watch frozen 2 in cinemas now (laughs) (laughs) that's so stupid well but i mean i live in an apartment right so like my tv is literally in the same space as my fridge oh so maybe if i lived in like a huge house and like yours truly Oh, really? Well, I've never been, so I don't know. But if you lived and had just a fridge in a kitchen and there was no TV inside, then there's still a problem. Actually, since you live in an apartment and stuff, see, okay, look, a TV, right? What is it good for? Mm. You watch stuff on it. Yeah. But a fridge with a screen on it, you can watch stuff and keep your food cool. So what you're saying is I should get rid of my TV. And put the fridge in your living room. just get a fridge TV in the living room. Yeah. So if someone (laughs) someone walks into your house, they go into the living room, there's like all these sofas and couches and stuff, and up against the wall is a massive fridge. I have a 65-inch TV though. So I'd need to get like a fridge so big that I probably wouldn't be able to open the door. You need like a cold room. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. You can store your bodies in there. No, see... What's even easier is just having a TV. And a fridge, though. And I still have a fridge, but I don't need a TV on my fridge. In, in this modern age of minimalism, you want everything to be as compact. How is that minimalistic? Well, instead of having a fridge and a TV, you have a fridge TV. You can watch things and keep your food cool. We've gone through this. <laughs> That's... No. I don't like that idea. I don't want that. Look, this is the future, and it'll happen whether you like it or not. Look, I'm all about the future. I am excited for the future, but fridge TVs are not high on your list. No, (laughs) they're at the bottom of the list. Bring on the augmentations, cyber body parts, but I can leave behind the TV fridges. Oh, actually, say all cyber augmentations and stuff are completely safe. And which, if you, if you could only pick one part of your body to augment, what would it be? And don't say brain. <laughs> I, I actually wasn't going to say okay. that. Okay. Um, I feel like your eyes would be good to do because then you can record stuff as well. But realistically, I'd probably say like either my uh, legs or spine. The spine? Yeah. The spine is like the human weak point. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I, I guess... It's like our most, like, vulnerable thing we have. Like, it's so easy to damage your spine. Yeah. Oh, actually, I thought the balls were the most vulnerable part. Yeah, well, I don't have balls, so I don't know. Well, I have um, augmented balls. <laughs> that will literally be balls of steel. That would be terrible. That would be so heavy. Well, they're heavy enough already. That Why would you want balls of steel? That would be honestly awful because then they would like clank against each other and then you'd like get skin pinching and... It's like a cowbell. Like... <laughs> Everywhere you walk. Ting, 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 ting. No, you know, that's terrible. I mean, but I could like store stuff in there, right? It... No. What? Like, what? I could like open it up and then it'd be like a mini fridge and you can have like a TV screen on it. <laughs> it's like a really fucked up Teletubby. No. Terrible. Horrifying. That's horrifying. Terrible mental imagery. But, I mean, a spine is a good one. It's like an exoskeleton. That's what you want. Yeah, right? Like replacing a skeleton, putting something synthetic. Replacing your entire skeleton. Yeah, why not? That's true. It's going to be made of, like, titanium or something. Yeah. That's pretty... Joints are always the first thing to go. Hips and... You just have to accidentally, you know, dive into a pool... And hit your head and then you can become a paraplegic or something. The human body is so fragile. It is, but at the same time, so strong as well. Is it? Yeah, like those stories about, remember there's someone, I, I forget where, it was probably like the last 20 years or something. Someone fell, like free fell from a plane, like 
25,000 feet or whatever it is and lived with minor injuries. What, did she fall into like a stack of hay? I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but I just remember reading the headline because I wasn't interested enough to click on it. Wait. But the headline... Wait a minute. (laughs) A man fell from like a billion miles up in the air. And survived a woman. A woman. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you were like, you know what? That's not interesting enough. No, I was like, oh, wow, cool. And, and then I just scrolled down to the next thing, you know. <laughs> and the next story was some completely mundane, boring shit and you clicked on it. Yeah. And I clicked on it totally. It was just a, you know, picture of cats or something probably. Oh, I would have done the same. Yeah, exactly. But how many, how often does that happen though? I don't know. Exactly. But there's a lot of cases where people will like just walk out of a car crash. There are many cases, many more cases where people don't walk out of a car crash. (laughs) I don't think this is like survivor's bias, survivorship bias or something. Just because it happened once doesn't mean it's going to happen all the time. The human body is still weak as. Like I could drop an ant from the height of like, I don't know, two stories or something. And it would just walk off like nothing happened. But if you did that to a human, you'd be thrown in jail. <laughs> well, yeah, because you just threw someone off a two-story building. Yeah, just to demonstrate how weak the human body is. <laughs> There's, it's, I don't know. There's like random cases, I guess, of things where like humans bounce back from literally things that they ordinarily shouldn't She have. fell from the plane and then she hit the ground and then bounced back up. And then bounced back up, yeah. But then at the same time, you can die just from your head hitting the side of the road. Like if you fall over or something. You know what they should do? All of these unique survivor stories, scientists should like gather them, those people up, splice their DNA together and just create the invincible human. Oh, superhumans. Yeah. Like. Totally. She fell from like miles up in the air. She She's like immune to fall damage. Um, some <laughs> other guy walked away from a car crash. You know, he is like titanium arms or something do you remember there used to be a show i can't remember what it was on it might have been on like um pay tv and it was like uh actual human superheroes actual human superheroes or like uh i can't remember what it was called like actual human superpowers or human superpowers or something like that and it was like they would go and talk to these people wherever they were in the world that had some kind of like power right like, I remember there was one where this kid was basically using echolocation. He was blind and he could, like, ride his bike up and down the street and everything and not crash into anything. He's daredevil. Even though there were cars. Yeah, he was basically daredevil. But, like, real life daredevil. Where is he now? I'm not sure. He's probably working in, like, a accounting office or something. <laughs> and then there was an, another guy who, like, uh, I think it was something about electricity. Like, he could pass currents of electricity through his body without being electrocuted himself. Right. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he became an electrician then. Maybe. Surely, surely you would do that. Why have such a power and not use it? That's true. Or like there was, um, uh, no, I guess that's not a superpower, but like there's Buddhist monks that can like control their body and withstand. Oh, like, um. No food or anything. What's that? What's that dude? That weird Scandinavian dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like. Climb Mount Everest, like, without a mask. Yeah. No, that might have been a Dutch guy. But the Scandinavian... Danish guy. I think there's a couple of them. Some dude. Is it Will Hoff or something? Something... Some guy. He, like... He takes, like, baths in the freezing cold. Like, he's, like, in Greenland or something. Or Iceland. Mm. One of those places. One of those lands. It's like a self-help guru kind of thing now. Where it's, like, all about self-control and stuff. And then... Controlling your body. Yeah. And mastering your body. Yes. Yeah. I have seen that. He's a really weird guy. It's not really a surprise, though. Dang. He probably spends a lot of time alone. <laughs> what? You say he can't find love? No, no, no. I just mean he's often out in the wilderness, in the ice and the snow by himself. Doing God knows what. Pushing his limits, sitting there in his underwear. How many times can he jerk off in the snow? <laughs> I don't know. Obviously a lot because he's still going, so. He's so alone. i mean that's pretty cool though like there's people that try to um hack their brain or hack their body yeah pushing human limits yeah yeah i suppose so i mean like some you got to devote your entire life to that yeah it's not something you can just do in your spare time no that's true i mean have you tried you don't know maybe you can um maybe you can pick it up like a 30-day yoga challenge right and then i'll become enlightened yeah i somehow doubt that will happen (laughs) 
It sounds easy. <laughs> we, should, we should do it and then we'll quit our jobs. Easy. See, that's what I'm thinking, right? What do they, what do these guys do for a living if they weren't like selling their like methods and stuff? Well, that's what they do for a living. Yeah, but like surely. They, they capitalize on that talent. But like say that Will Hoff guy, I don't even know if that's the right name or not. Uh, Will Hoff guy, he's like obviously the most famous out of all of them. But then surely there's like a rank number two guy who's not quite as famous, but has the same, almost the same talents. So how does, how does he get along? No one knows his name. I don't know his name. How, how does he make a living? I don't does he know. just have like a normal day job? Probably, right? He probably just does it for fun. Tests his limits. That's a bit depressing. Well, that's like people that do ultra, ultra anything, like ultra races and ultra marathons and stuff. Imagine doing all that and then your holiday ends and then you're back in your office job working a... <laughs> oh man, that's depressing. You just sit there and then your body is like peak human condition and you're just sitting there working on spreadsheets. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's pretty sad. That's so sad. But then you could like, I don't know, you could do... I'm sure they've got related jobs. Well, how do you know? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. exactly. Surely. Like, surely. Because they, they would be so passionate about that, that surely they how would How many job. jobs involve taking a bath and freezing cold water? I mean, they could be like a scuba diver or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they probably work... Well, cause most of these people are like in, in like beautiful nature environments anyway. Maybe they don't have a job. They're still doing what our ancestors did and they're, hunt they're living their hunter gatherer lives. Maybe. That'd be pretty cool. I've heard that it's like very difficult though. Yeah. But so our ancestors lives were also very difficult. Yeah. So they just live in how they're supposed to live. In their underwear. In their underwear. On the snow. No, no the underwear has to be made of leaves. Oh. Cause we didn't have cloth back then. Well, how far back are you thinking? Well, hunter gatherer. We've had cloths for a pretty long time. Oh, I don't look. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like you, everything just it all combines together into one blob. <laughs> Anything before my existence is just one blob. One blob. One blob of time. Exactly. But then, like these guys back then, back in the old, old, old days. Old blob days. Old blob days. They'd be like leaders of their tribes or something, just because of how incredibly powerful they are. But that's not to say they're powerful. They're just enduring. Yeah. Well, that's that's how you are powerful back then. I guess. You endure the pain of existence. <laughs> that's how you're powerful today as well. I don't know if we're really enduring it or if we're just barely getting by. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's enduring it. Wow. We would be gods if we time traveled back into the old days. I doubt it. I hate bugs. Well, we live in Australia. Also, I'm vegan. Just... Well, look, berries, look, I guess you can't travel too far back. Yeah. Up until they discovered agriculture. I think that's about as far as you can go. And even then, so many toxic berries and people have got to like, you know, try and die before you figure out what's edible and what's not. Google it. <laughs> I'll just take my smartphone back with me. So get your smartphone, get your solar power charger thing. Yeah. It'll, it'll work. Without any internet infrastructure. No, you got to... You gotta download like a encyclopedia of berries or whatever. Okay. Just download the entire Wikipedia. Like if you doubt, actually, because all of Wikipedia together is like a couple of gigabytes without images. So you can you can fit it in your phone and have plenty of space to spare for your selfies and stuff. Not selfies, cat pictures. Cat pictures. Thousands and thousands of cat pictures. Old cat pictures. You go back to ancient Egypt, and then the cats act exactly the same as they do now. It's still the same. And we laugh and look back and we're like, ha, 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 ha. How could they think cats were gods? And then, and then every morning we get <laughs> up, we feed the cats, we scoop out their poop while they <laughs> stare at us. And they're never happy with how you're doing it. They always look at you and be like, oh, this slave is so inefficient. Well, my cat has never looked at me while I do it. That's weird. Why is your cat looking at you while you do it? Well, he's got to make sure I'm doing a good job. But that's you, afterwards when you're done immediately after cleaning everything then the cat goes and makes the fucking mess of everything yeah but during it it's called asserting dominance <laughs> who the cat or you the cat <laughs> not me i'm there scooping up a poop oh yeah <laughs> that's like it's the opposite of being dominant how have our lives become this i don't know they're so cute though how can you not they are very cute and honestly they think they're dominant 
but I could snuff out their life in it instantly. Oh my god, don't even say that. <laughs> I'm just That's saying. That's terrible. Not that I would do it. I'm just saying, if aliens kept us as pets, I'd be like, I, I wouldn't act the way a cat does. You don't know that. I'd be much, much nicer. You don't know that. I wouldn't be much of an asshole as a cat. Oh, okay. Because I know the aliens would just be instantly able to turn me to goo or some shit. Vaporize you. Yeah. So I'd be like, okay, I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> but cats, though, no, they don't seem to understand mortality. Well, they're not exactly our slaves, are they? Well, our pets, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. We have them just for the enjoyment of them living their little cat lives. Yeah. But don't be so much of an asshole about it. So <laughs> <laughs> like, you can enjoy your cat life, but can you just be a bit nicer, please? Well, you shouldn't be putting your terrible cat relationships onto everyone else's what? because wow. I have a lovely cat and he doesn't do anything mean. Wow. I mean, I guess my cat doesn't do too much mean stuff. She just sneaks sneak attacks and stuff. Oh, really? Oh, it's because she's still little though. How old is she? She's a one-year-old. Yeah, a one-year-old. Yeah. She's a baby. And then she still bites. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, very occasionally. And she doesn't like being hugged. She, like, stares at me from a distance. <laughs> You just got to train, train her better. Uh, look, I've tried my best. I've tried everything. And this is her life now. <laughs> she owns the house. I pay the rent. She doesn't do anything. She just poops and sleeps and eats. That's literally all she does. Mm. And that's all I do on the holidays as well. Yeah, well, she has a good life. And who provides for that life? Yeah, but she doesn't just Me. destroy stuff, does she? No, yeah. she's actually a very, very good cat. Yeah, well, there you I, go. I'm just making fun of her. She's good in the way that she doesn't destroy things and she doesn't cause a mess. And then every time at night, she actually goes to sleep. Really? And like, she doesn't meow or annoy me. Even as a one-year-old, that's surprising. Yeah. Because usually they're like, you know, fucking shit up. Yeah, but she doesn't. She's very polite when it comes to that. Mm. And then in the morning, uh, when I get up, she meows at me and then I do make do her food. It's very nice. Mm. I couldn't ask for a better cat. The truth comes out. You've just been talking smack about her this whole time. I know. Out of earshot. Ugh. I, I'm my door closed, so she can't hear oh, me. Oh, she's listening. You're going to open the door and she'll just cold shoulder you. She'll just be staring at me. <laughs> in my Straight into my soul. Which she does anyway. Yeah. She's got very uh, intense eyes. She does. Like, really intense eyes. She's always planning something. Even through photos, it's like she's looking into my soul, it feels like. Yeah. Which is quite a skill to have. Like, that's... She knows everything. You know, piercing, piercing eyes. Yeah. Whereas my cat is just like, he just... Derpy. Yeah, kind of. In a in a, a gentlemanly way. <laughs> a derpy gentleman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's very, like, poised, but he's kind of dumb and, like, See, sweet. And you can tell that from his eyes. We have the exact opposite cats, I swear. Yours is, like, elegant but dumb. Mine is, like absolute trash but very, <laughs> she's very smart too smart can she get into containers like food well she doesn't because i always feed her enough. Uh, not saying you don't feed your cat wow. enough, but saying he can't get into containers oh because he's dumb though. yeah but you just said she's yeah. smart so i assume she's like, smart she's smart in like a psychotic way oh she just so, like, picks at you and slowly over time wears down your confidence and oh no work has already done that oh okay damn <laughs> Uh, but you know, like say you're having dinner, watching TV and stuff. Like her room's upstairs, so then I've been watching she has TV a room? and everything. Yeah, she has her own room. Oh my god! And then so like after I finish and stuff, and then watch finish watching TV, I get up and then she just knows we're going upstairs to feed her. During like the evening, I'd get up multiple times to like just wash the dishes or you know get some water or something, and she's like does not care. But the moment I think about going upstairs and filling up her bowl, she just knows. And then she just, like, starts walking up, up the stairs. That is... She's psychic, that's what I'm there saying. There must be some... Uh, I don't know. Are you doing it at the same time every night? She doesn't... She can't read a clock. Yeah, but animals know when it's dinner time. When is dinner time? When... Time is... Time is a human concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they... Animals have no <laughs> idea what dinner time is. But they learn that. They learn that at this time, usually, is when I will be getting fed. I guess so. But, like, all the times previously when I get up, she doesn't, like, do anything. But, like, when I start thinking about getting her food, she just, like, whoops, she hops up and then starts just running upstairs. Or is it because she's gotten up that you're like, oh, I should feed her? Nah. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm just, I'm 
99% certain. I'm pretty sure your cat isn't psychic. Well, I, how do you prove that, though? I don't know. That's a good question. Exactly. I, I feel like she is psychic. She just chooses to use her powers for good, like getting fed. Yeah, I guess so. Toulouse just gets fed at random times during the day, just when his bowl's empty. Because he's a grazer, oh. luckily. Like, I can just leave food and he's not going to eat it all. Jennifer used to just eat all her food in a bowl. But these days, she, like, leaves it. She's, like, she eats when she's hungry. Yeah. Like, she'd take a nap and then go and eat. Yeah. And then go nap again. That's what Toulouse does. He does that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's wet food and then he becomes, like, an addict. Oh, yeah. I I don't have wet food anymore because... I, I still got wet food. It's too much. He just turns into, like, a little gremlin. Yeah. Like, what? literally a gremlin. Like, if I... When he was little, I would get wet food as a special treat, you know, because they're not supposed to eat it all the time because it's not good for their teeth or, um, I forget, there was a bunch of reasons. But, Mm. so I would get like a really fancy wet food as a special treat and give it to him. And then he would just polish it off in 30 seconds. Yeah. It'd be gone. And then he would want more food. And then I'd be like, oh, there's no more. I'm sorry. I'll walk away. And then he'll just meow and meow and meow for ages. And then he'll give up and walk away. And then anytime I get up, he'll run over to the food bowl and stop meowing and meowing really loudly. So then if I put dry fruit in afterwards, he will just not eat it. Like, he'll starve himself if he thinks that he's going to get wet food out of it. And then he knows that the wet food goes in the pantry. So if he can figure out how to get into the pantry, like if it's been left a little bit open, he'll go through the whole bottom of the pantry and just bite every single packet that he can find, hoping that it's wet food. He's an addict. Yeah, basically. It turns him into a... give him one free shot or whatever the street vernacular is. (laughs) And then he just goes insane. He just absolutely goes insane. He does look a bit like a gremlin. It, yeah, I, it's not worth it. It is not worth it because it takes like three days for him to settle down. And even then, that period of time, still for months, he was still trying to get into the cupboards and bite stuff, thinking, hoping that it was wet food. Wow. So he doesn't get wet food anymore. Oh, well, I give wet food to Jennifer once a week. It's like a treat as well. And she's okay with it. She definitely likes the wet food more than the dry food. Yeah. But, you know, she doesn't go crazy over it. No, he goes crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, don't feed your gremlins after midnight. Or he doesn't get it. Cold turkey. He can't have it. Cats love cold turkey. Do they? I think so. Turkeys are birds. Yeah. Cats love eating birds. I don't know if they love eating them. They like chasing them. What? Cats eat birds, surely. Do they? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they just... Well, naturally. Oh, yeah. Naturally, cats do eat birds. Well, I mean, cats eat anything, naturally. It's true. Or they don't, you know. They're one of those... Cases where they will just hunt for the sport of it. Yeah. They're very nice creatures. No, not really. <laughs> They're kind of dicks. We just have to make them nice. Yeah, exactly. I have a nice one. As long as I don't give him wet food, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He is like... You don't trigger it. Yeah, like, <laughs> he is a gremlin otherwise. But I mean, besides that, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'd like to give him wet food. It seems like it's delicious. It smells delicious. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> but Yeah, it does. <laughs> Sometimes I open it and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> are you serious look i'm just saying it does some of the wet food does smell pretty nice oh my god i've never that's awful but i guess i don't eat fish so anytime i smell actual tuna it just smells like cat food right no see that makes a lot of sense because the cat food like the wet food i give them it's like it's generally like fish and stuff yeah and the dry food is like chicken mm. so then it's like yeah when i open it it's like a it's like salmon or some some shit and then i'm like oh man this smells pretty good okay that makes sense, like, I, I guess. Could, I can see why you like it. By you, I mean the cat. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty weird, though. There's a bunch of other weird stuff in it. It smells so bad. Well, I, I don't eat. I don't actually eat it. Well, I'm suspicious now. I'm just saying. You know, after this recording, I, I go and open a can. Yeah. <laughs> Opened a can and been like, oh, I'm out of tuna. I'm sure this is close enough. I'm not prawn from District 9. I haven't seen District 9. I... Uh, Terrible. Don't even get started on me. I have seen plenty of movies, but I haven't seen a lot of stuff from like the last 10 years. Depends what it's about. Well, District 9's, it's about prawns who love eating cat food. No, the, oh wait, I'm thinking of Chappie. I'm getting confused between. No, isn't Chappie that boxing robot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the robot with um the South African group. What are they called? The Antwerp. The what? You know the group, the like um, Zephyr dance rap 
South African duo? No. I've no idea what you're talking about. Oh, really? Chappie? Isn't that the... Yeah. That's a boxing robot, Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. But the char- the people that are in the movie with the robot, they're like a like a famous music duo. I've never heard of them. Really? Yeah. Well, they, they do like pretty weird music. Like it's it's definitely not uh, mainstream music. They're your type of music. No. Your alternative music. No, 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 no. They're like... I only like maybe two songs and that's their most mainstream ones. But their other stuff is like pretty weird and their music clips are usually really weird as well right it's actually kind of a weird story because like they it's like character acting right so like you know you create these roles and they become those roles as that character but it's music but they've done like the same thing because i remember reading that before they became this band duo before that they were like um i can't remember what the name is but they were like really ultra normal and they would dress in like business ultra normal yeah like (laughs) they would wear business suits and dress like like they worked in an office but that was their music group right and then i guess that didn't work and then they started experimenting with the zephyr culture and then they've just like completely become the zephyr culture as in like air no it's like the sub it's a subculture zephyr is a type of wind it's Look, I <laughs> I don't know enough to like talk about this, but it's like a it's, like, it's basically an alternative culture. Yeah, like it's a something that you'd culture. be in. No, you don't even know what it is. No, it's like it's like I, Google, I googled it. They have bleached white hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And very spiky hair. Yeah, her name is Yolandi Vissa, <laughs> and his name is Ninja. Oh right, I guess streaming didn't work out quite well for him. <laughs> He's got the hair down pat already. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you seen Ninja's hairstyle? Not really. It's basically that, but blue. Oh, okay. Wait, let me... I I know the name, but I don't really watch YouTube gamers, so... Well, I wouldn't call him a YouTube gamer. Oh. He's more of a streamer. Oh, okay. Also, I don't really watch him either. I don't watch Twitch, so... Wow, I'm missing out. Am I? I don't know. There's a lot of quality content. Is there? Yeah. A lot oh. of personalities. I guess. I don't know. But anyway... It's a, it's a, like, weird. I can't even remember what you're talking about. Um. Oh, District 9. Yeah, District 9. It's a good movie. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. I read it. Because it's like concentration camps for aliens, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. I don't want to watch that. I mean, it's not like a sad movie. It's like, it's just like an action kind of thing. Is it? Yeah. Oh. The aliens, um, they're called prawns and they're addicted to cat food. Actually? Yeah. No. No, wait, I don't believe you. Well, you just gotta watch it and find out. Uh, I guess. It's a good story. I like it. Bit of a sad ending. Who directed it? I don't know. Oh. I, I don't watch movies based off directors. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, no, I don't... A director is Neil Blomkamp. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never heard of him before. Oh, really? He did Chappie. Oh, he did, he did Chappie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And That's Elysium. Yeah. No wonder they have such a similar color palette. He does a bunch of like sci-fi, futuristic. Because he's South African. That's why he did it with the South African music yeah. duo. Yeah. Oh, because District 9 is in South Africa as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Full circle. There you go. Wow. I've seen neither of those movies though, so. Well. <laughs> I haven't seen Elysium either. You haven't seen Elysium. You haven't seen Chappie. You haven't seen District 9. I'm a little burnt out on that genre. The action genre. <laughs> Action sci-fi genre. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. There's been a lot of action sci-fi. Yeah. I feel like I have some kind of hang-up on Matt Damon as well. I'm not sure what it is, but I don't... Hang-up as in you don't like him. I don't think so, but I have no real reason for that. He's one of those actors where he shows up in a movie and you go, hey, that's Matt Damon. <laughs> I guess. It's just like... I haven't seen anything like that he's been it's like in. It's Nicolas Cage as well, honestly. No, I feel like it, he's more akin to like Tom Cruise. Right. If anything. You watch it because of Tom Cruise, not because of the movie. No, I'll watch it despite Tom Cruise being in it. Oh, right. Yeah. Because usually like these, cause these types of actors, at some point, they're, the actual person becomes more famous than their character. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's when they, people start watching them for the actor rather than the actual movie itself. I guess. I don't know. I suppose it depends on the kind of, like, movie watcher it is, though. Because, like, if I see a movie with an actor I like, I want to watch it because they're in it, but not because it's them. Because I really like their acting and I want to see what they do. Like, what character they do or what they bring to the movie. So it is because of them. Yeah, but it's not just, like, because I like them as a person or, like... I'm enamored with them or anything. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's because I like their work and I like what they do. Yeah, so I like them as a person. Uh, 
I'm yeah. I don't really like Tom Cruise, you know, because I find him kind of creepy. He's because of everything. <laughs> <laughs> he also has a really crazy laugh. Yeah, he does. He has yeah. He's got a lot of weird things because you know I don't know because you haven't have you seen uh, American Psycho? I have actually. How dare you? I don't know. You haven't seen freaking Fight Club, so. Well, therefore, I cannot have seen American Psycho. Yeah, basically. Right. That's a That's prerequisite, where my apparently. Thinking goes. No, not prerequisite, but it's like if you've seen that, then surely you've seen Fight Club as well, because it's like. Do they have any similarities <laughs> other than like the dark grittiness of it? Because I feel like I I haven't seen Fight Club, but I know what kind of Fight Club is, and I don't think there's much similarities between no, no, that no, no, and American no, no. Psycho. No, there's like there's like no similarities at all. So but they're what? both but they're both like psychological stories, I guess. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I with guess a lot so. of violence and that's true, and things happening. There's a lot of movies <laughs> with psychological and violence and things. Yeah, happening. yeah, yeah. But it's like okay, so I was trying to describe this to someone else. Of like, I really like, I guess, like the '90s, 2000s films, even though American Psycho is in the '80s. But ignore that. <laughs> but like the the '90s, you know, like cult films and stuff. But there's so many like subgenres of cult films like anything can be a cult film if it was like a little bit unpopular when it first released and then gets a big following then technically that's a cult film yeah like the sound of music that's not a cult film <laughs> well sound that of was music very was popular very... when that released no it wasn't it was yes. very unpopular when it what? released no yeah. way the it was very unpopular yeah people hated it no way no google it I literally watched it the other day and I checked the wikipedia page really even even the even the main guy but, yeah. No, no, no. But okay, I guess no, no. But it's a musical. But it's by Rodgers and Hammerstein, and that's like the OG musical creators for lyrics and music. Yeah, before them, music wasn't the thing. No, it didn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> until these guys came along. <laughs> but like people in that, uh, people that enjoyed musicals, I guess, would have seen it because they love Rodgers and yeah, Hammerstein. Yeah, but they they might not necessarily have liked the movie. I guess, but. It ended up being super popular. When did it release? 1965. Yeah, a long time ago. No, but that's like... No, okay, it is totally not the same thing. Sound of Music is not your, a cult film. Your definition <laughs> it's of a cult musical. has to be like dark and gritty, apparently. No, 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 no. The, um, the particular type of movies that I have enjoyed, I don't know how to describe them enough to even Google them to find related movies. It's like how unsure I am of this. But it's like that they are like dark, gritty, like 90s or early 2000s, usually some kind of like, I don't know, they're a bit nihilist or they're pretty like hopeless, usually unhappy endings, usually psychological, usually something terrible, like terrible topic or content. Yeah, so it has to be dark and gritty to be a cult film. No, but that's not true. But the style of cult film that I like is that kind. But every time I've heard mention of a cult film, it's always something dark and gritty and psychological. So if it's not one of those, then it's not a cult film, apparently. No, no, no. There are so many things that can be cult films, though. Yeah. It's anything with a following. It's anything that shows up at one of those movie festivals. No. <laughs> that is a cult film. That's just art. Like, it's cult film festivals. because no one no, no, fucking no. likes them. No, that's not right. Honestly, how do they get the budget to make all these movies? Like, all the time and effort. How do all these... There's so yeah, well, much, that's what they're struggling with today is that it's such so a... There's so many trash movies out there. Yeah, well, like Clueless is a cult film. Jawbreaker is a cult film. Edward Scissorhands Edward is a cult Scissorhands. film. Edward Scissorhands? Yeah. That's not a cult film. Well, apparently it is according it's to like It's pretty mainstream. Everyone knows Edward Scissorhands. Cry, yeah, but th it can be, it's mainstream now. Yeah, I guess so. I, but I wasn't around, so I guess I don't know. But there's a lot of things that are cult films that are not like dark and miserable. and. I have yet to hear you mention one of them that isn't dark and miserable. Clueless. What's Clueless? What? I've, I've never heard of it. Are you serious? I am clueless about Clueless. Oh my god. There is no help for you. Oh my god. The main character's name is called Cher. Mean Girls is a cult film. Mean like, Girls? Mean Girls is like yeah. so popular. Yeah, I know, but it's got a huge following behind it. Doesn't make it a cult film. No, that's what makes it a cult film. What? Avengers has a huge following behind it. Doesn't make it a cult film. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, but that's like a fandom of like... The Marvel genre, though. Right. So, oh, oh, I get it. So, the definition of a cult film is 
a standalone piece of art that has a massive following and there hasn't been any new content made in the last decade. But people... It's like The Office. Yeah. The Office is a cult series. Yeah, basically. I guess, yeah, I guess so. So there's anything that's no, that's no longer ongoing and has a massive following. So, like, for me, when I think of, like, cult classics that I like, it's, like, Fight Club, Seven, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Brad Pitt. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I mean... 12 Monkeys has Brad Pitt. I do it. like, I have watched 12 Monkeys. That Oh, have you? Yeah, 12 Monkeys. That was pretty good. cool. But I watched it where I wasn't exactly mentally present. Ah. Uh, so I, that doesn't matter. Yeah. They it, probably made it better. They made it weirder. Yeah. It's a very strange film. It's. This, yeah. Well, it is. Well, anything that's like a time paradox is, you know. No, I mean, like, I meant the difficult. art style and, like, uh, just the way it's shot. Yeah. It's very, very strange. It's. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that's that's the whole point of giving, like, a feeling yeah. of unease and like, stuff. Like, creative art style that makes... It's not like a, you know, it's not like a mega film that's purposely made to be popular. It's like these people that have creative stories that might be weird or unsettling or not popular, but they've got a story that they really want to put out there. Yeah, I guess so. But some of the shots and stuff, it just feels weird. Yeah. And I guess it's because it's old. It's like... No. There's that weird, like, glowy, hazy look to it. Yeah. That's like um, The Fifth Element, though. Like, it's got that I kind of... The fifth oh, element. my God. Are you serious? Fuck. That has that Russian guy in it, right? What? It has Bruce Willis. Oh, that's not what I was thinking about. Oh, right. It has Bruce Willis. No, yeah. But what's that Russian guy? It's that The Russian guy that sings that dolphin song. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll have to check it out later. It has Mila Jovovich and Gary Oldman as like the main villain. Gary Oldman? Yeah, oh Chris Tucker is in it. Really? Holy yeah, shit. he plays the most amazing character called Ruby Rod. And it's oh, just wait, like I do, with the leopard like one piece outfit with like the huge hair yeah. and the um like a uh not a baton, but like a sort of. Yeah, he's like a staff. He has yeah, a wand. I guess. He has a mace. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe you haven't seen that. You know, at this point, can you still really can't believe I haven't seen things? No, I'm sorry. I just have to assume you haven't seen anything. I know. Okay, well, you should really watch The Fifth Element because it's really good sci-fi. Yeah, well, I guess I should. It's got Bruce Willis in it. Yeah. In in not... Well, I guess he's like sort of in an action role, but the movie is not an action per se. Is it about aliens? Yeah, sort of. Okay. I mean, yeah. Like, it's set in the future. It's like flying cars and okay. I'll, I'll give that a it's shot. A, it's such a good movie. Like it's such a fun movie as well. Is it a comedy? There are some funny bits in it. Okay, but it's not a comedy. I don't think. I wouldn't say that it's a comedy. Well, I'll give it a shot then. It's by the guy who directed this. He's a French director, and he's done a few other things. Oh, he did that terrible one that was most recent that had oh man, what was it called? Valerian. Did you see that? The what? Valerian. Oh, yeah, that looked really cool in the trailers. Yeah, he he did that, which people were, like, really hyped for, and then it came out, and it was, like, really disappointing because he picked two terrible lead actors. Yeah. I don't I don't think Cara Delevingne is a very good actor. I don't know how I feel about her. I don't think she really... I don't know. I don't think she has a good range, I suppose. Like, the... She always has permanent resting bitch face. Well, that's just her... Yeah, her face, like... It's like Kristen Stewart. Yeah, but she's a good actress, I think. But she also, like, she has her personal mannerisms and stuff carry into the film. She has same face syndrome, is what they say in the artist world. Oh, really? Yeah, where an artist creates... Draws multiple characters and stuff, but they all kind of have a very similar face. Yeah. Same face syndrome. I guess. I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe we should end this one here. Okay. Because you need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Unsurprisingly. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, always. That's not a good ending. I'm not going to put that in. No, that's fine. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great. Bye, everyone. I have to go to the bathroom. That's it. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. I hope you enjoy this random waffle. <laughs> I don't know what we even talked about. I can't remember. I haven't even pressed stop recording and I've forgotten what we talked about. I don't know. But I just know the point of this was that you need to watch Fifth Element. That's true. Actually. And whoever's listening, if you haven't watched The Fifth Element, go watch it. Apparently it's really good. 
Because it is. Watch it, then we can talk about it. It's really good. Okay, talk about it on our next podcast. Exactly. Yes, and the viewers can leave comments below saying how <laughs> how, how they felt about the movie. It'd be great. I don't know. This is viewer interaction. I don't know anyone that hasn't liked that movie. Well. But now I feel like I'm really like piping it up a bit. I could be the first. Uh, no, it is good. Like it's a bit. It's not like kitschy or anything. Like it's a bit ridiculous in some parts, I guess. But that's what makes it so good. Yeah. Well, if you hated the movie, leave a comment. <laughs> Just watch it. It'll be fine. It'll be good. You'll like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.